So this weekend, I'm in D.C. for a conference, for an event, many different levels of entrepreneurs there, and a conversation I had with one of them uh, whose name is Tom. And Tom is an executive coach. He's a coach for top-level entrepreneurs. We're talking about some of the highest, some of the, some of the biggest names out there and people that you would know. And Tom and I had this really extended conversation, and it, it brought me back to something where I've talked about this maybe on the podcast before, but it's so remarkable when we think about things in the sense of the greatest rejections in our life, the biggest challenges, the things that come out of the woodwork that you just don't even anticipate, you don't expect, and they're life-altering. You have an expectation that something is going one way and man, do you get a reality check that things are going to go another and you're presented with a choice. You're presented with a choice where you can either be in denial with this or you can take your cards and go with them. Um, For me, this is what Tom and I really, it brought me back to six years ago when I was at Michigan State University. And for context on this, I had just finished the first year I was running the painting business, and we had done, I mean, really well. I mean, I went from, when I started this, like, when I, when I did that, I can think of the people who were actually genuinely supportive of me from the start. Um, I could count them on one hand. And I'm sure many more were out there, but... There was so much doubt and so much, you know, what are you doing baked into the pie? And even after, I mean, even after the first year when we did, we did over 100,000 in business. I mean, it was like, I felt like I was God going back to Michigan State that summer. I had like $10,000 in my checking account, I think, going up to Michigan State. And it was like, I felt, I felt, I felt unbelievable. That said, I was rejected from the business school at Michigan State. And I'll be frank with you, I kind of took it in stride because even when I got the rejection, I knew I was going to be able to appeal. Like, I just knew that there was going to be a way around it. I was wrong. (laughs) Even the dean went out of his way to help me. He was out of the country, but he set me up with a his associate dean for a conversation. And man, did I get ready for this? I put on a suit. Uh, I remember, shout out to Paul. Paul and I were putting together a, putting together basically a presentation. I remember going to FedEx first thing in the morning, had that thing made into a laminate. Oh, it looks so good. I was walking into that. I was walking into this meeting with the associate dean and I was just ready to leave it all out there in the sense that I, it wasn't even that I so much deserved to be in the business school. It was like, I am the kind of person you want to be refl- a reflection of the school. That's the, that was the frame that I took. And I got laughed out of the room. I think I was there for three minutes. Like literally, I think I was in there for less than five minutes. And it came down to, it doesn't even matter what it came down to, but I, got, I didn't get into the school based off of a technicality. And ultimately, it was because I got a C. I remember this specifically. I got a C in computer science. It was like an Excel class that I just did not 
uh, put in the effort, you know, to overcome it. If I had gotten a B, I would have gotten to the school. It was as simple as that. And that's what she hampered down on. She was like, why, why does any of this stuff matter that you brought when you got a C? Like, that's not like, why would you think that that's reflective of our standards? And she encouraged me to go join the entrepreneurship club. That rattled me. And despite, I had a conversation with a mentor an hour later that built me up tremendously. But even with that, I didn't leave my apartment for better part of three days. Because, like, you're going to school. Like, my father's an entrepreneur for 45 years. Like, I was really, I was, like, the first, I, was, I think I was the first Griffin to attend, like, four-year university, like, right out of high school. And, like, it just felt like it, like, this was such a punch to the gut and we're going to have those moments in our life. Like, and this is, this goes back to what Tom and I were talking about. He said, man, he's like, you got to recognize whether it's the business, the car, the woman, the, um, the house, like when you lose something like that, you got to recognize it's all going to be okay. And this wraps in with another friend of mine who he really links in the same message, which is when we're anxious about things, when we're frustrated, really shocked because of moments in life that sucker punch us, it's so hard to get into the moment and actually remember the why we're doing things because we're so stressed or we're so depressed, right? We're thinking about the past and we, we get depressed because of all the things that we missed out on or wishing things had gone differently. Or we, we look into the future and we get stressed as heck because all of a sudden this plan we had just blew up in front of us. It doesn't work anymore. The puzzle doesn't fit the pieces. Or maybe the pieces don't fit the puzzle. <sighs> When we're too anxious, however, we miss opportunities and things that are right in front of us that can change our life. It can change your life. It can change other lives for the better. And it ultimately comes down to a belief. You have to have a fundamental belief that this life is working in your favor. And that when, some, when one door closes, it's there to open up another. And maybe a hundred others. That never would have happened if you have been held down but what you previously perceived to be success. Life is going to challenge what your definition of success is every freaking day. So why does any of this matter as we're talking through this? Well, For me, it was in D.C. this weekend recognizing what a change that that threw into my life. Because frankly, I would have graduated from Michigan State. I, I, I'd like to think I would have graduated. I think I would have put in the work to do it. But I would have graduated with a degree that I couldn't have cared less about. And I would have racked up over $100,000 in student loan debt doing it. And I'd probably be right where, like right in the same like in the shoes I am today with that card and not anywhere closer to feeling and knowing what I want to do, where my life is. And the thing about this is that 
you can't predict five years from now. It's too far. We can go out maybe 12 months. We can go out 24 months even. But even those are projections. Things are going to change. You got to roll with the punches. When we get way too carried away in what our version of success is and how it has to line up in this timeline, that is when we set ourselves up to be absolutely punched in the gut by life because it is going to change things. But it's through those changes that we find those remarkable moments. There are dozens of people that I've mentored and worked with within the painting business. I mean, heck, we did over $3 million in revenue with that business. It probably never would have happened if I got into the business school. I for certain can say I probably wouldn't be in Nashville, Tennessee. I wouldn't have the opportunities in front of me today. I wouldn't be working with the people that I work with today. But that's not just a me thing. This is a life thing. Those dramatic moments in our life, and frankly, those rejections. Now that and those are the things that build you. And before long, because I don't want to sugarcoat it, life and the challenges that are going to come are going to test you. But before long, you're going to look back in those moments, you're going to look back to those challenges, and those are going to be viewed as some of the greatest moments of your life. They're going to be seen as the most blessing or the biggest blessings you've had in your life. When you can learn to embrace adversity and remain present so that you don't miss the opportunities that come in the face of adversity, because there are many, all it takes is the courage to see that the tables have turned, that changes have come. You can't fight those. You can only move forward. And there's a reason you are. It's for the better of you. So if you're going through one of these massive struggles right now, or maybe you feel an absolute lack of alignment, you don't know where you're supposed to be, and you might be coming off of, I mean, some of these challenges, some of these inflection points in our life, like this might have been six months ago, it might have been last week. If you're going through something, you've got to ask yourself the question, is this going to matter five years from now? Because if it's not, you can't spend more than five minutes on it. And on the flip side, if it dramatically alters your plan years from now, take a step back, take a deep breath, and look at the things in front of you and the opportunities that may come. And if you don't see any right away, You need to recognize that the sun is going to come up tomorrow. There might be the next path, the next opportunity, or a change that is totally unforeseen. And you just got to hang in the game for it. Believe in yourself. Push through those things. Those barriers, man, they are going to come. So don't let those things hold you back because that's life, baby. That's what you got to do. You got to push yourself through it. If you found this episode helpful, share this with someone. Share this podcast episode with someone who's going to freaking need it. Say, yo, now you're going through some shit. Listen to this because that's the mission of this podcast. 
That's the Get After Podcast, episode 199. Get after it, y'all.